Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. You have made it all the way to episode 142. Michael, what is up? Michael, what? What is up? I was just double checking that it is indeed episode 142. Doesn't matter it if is. it is. It, 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 it's, it's 142 part due now. Everything, everything's been a blur for for us, especially you. I think. I'm getting close. I mean, I'm getting close to finishing renovations on this condo we bought. Um, really enjoyed the. Uh, I'm really happy that people have been enjoying the in story segments mm-hmm. um, that I've been uh, I've been putting up. Um, and yeah, uh, this weekend, the time of you hearing this, this weekend will finally be moving into this place, or I'll be killing myself. Uh, one mm-hmm. of those two things I've determined has to happen. This weekend. Hmm. What do you think? Well, I hope to hear from you again. No. Like I said before, <laughs> you need to put it out an Indeed listing for a new a new podcast. Part. <laughs> That's such a hard position to fill. Ah, you, can, you can find anyone. Anyone. You can, you, you can find any old Joe Schmo to do this. But here, let's, let's do this. It's going to be a lot of fun. Actually, we are returning to a segment that I honestly never thought we'd have a second part to. I don't know why. I just never entered my mind episode 142 of the two broke watch snobs podcast we are talking apocalypse watches part two michael it is the end times mothers are eating their youngs fathers are leaving their wives daughters are raping their fathers mothers are turning into pillars of salt it's the end of the world michael let's talk about some watches we're really just running out of ideas and recycling content (laughs) That's, that's this is the this is the Gears of War five of the podcast world. <laughs> I really or, like those games. <laughs> I played. I have a very strong relationship with the first one. Um, when I was a, when I, that came out, when I was a freshman in undergrad, and so me and like my three other dorm roommates, like that was our game. Mm-hmm. Um, and we never used the fucking headsets. We just yelled like throughout <laughs> the whole like thing. So like everyone knew when we were fucking playing Gears of War. Because someone would be like, Chainsaw Chair, you know what I mean? It was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Nice. But yeah, uh, we are the Gears of War 5 of the podcast world. But no, this is a lot of fun. Apocalypse Watches Part 2. Um, I don't know how you tackle this topic. Um, but basically the idea behind Apocalypse Watches is, you know, uh, Michael and I, standard format, we chose two to three watches. Um, and the basic scenario is these are watches that are, that are suited to, Towards, towards ensuring your survival in the event of the apocalypse i took a bit of a different spin on mine though um hmm. i chose apocalyptic scenarios i chose three apocalyptic scenarios and then I, I i chose a watch suited um to that scenario and michael i don't know how all your picks are all of my picks are fucking ridiculous the ridiculous <laughs> and i'm very excited the Richard Mille McLaren split second chronograph. This in the event that the apocalypse strikes when you happen to be in your McLaren with your Richard Mille. You know what I mean? I, I guess it would help with like peacocking and finding a mate to repopulate if if women at the time are into that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume <laughs> if you survive the apocalypse, you're probably the only one. So you'll have to be peacocking to other like ape-like mammalian creatures in the event that you can properly crossbreed 
with potentially a quote unquote lower life form. Really depends. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gotcha. like I'm not like an abiologist or anything like that, but I assume it'd be fairly difficult, not just on like the, the biological level. Yeah. But socially, how do you how do you peacock to a to a chimpanzee or or like like a gimp orangutan who doesn't run in fear at the sight of you? You know what I mean? It's tough. The apocalypse it's is tough, tough times, man. man. It's the apocalypse. <laughs> Nobody said it was gonna be easy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I hope the apocalypse has copywriters so we can make that the tagline. Apocalypse. <laughs> hey man, no one said this was gonna be easy. All right. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> let's do this. We have to honor tradition. We have to do uh, a wrist check. Um, I'm not wearing anything super exciting. I will allow you to go first, though. What are you? What are you wearing, man? I, um, you know, work has been tough this week. We're recording on a on a Saturday morning, uh, and yesterday, Friday, I put this watch on, and I was just like, please. I just want to smile when I look at my wrist. <laughs> I just want to feel okay. Uh, and just the perfect watch to do that is the uh, the Doxa Sub 300. Watch. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. It's been a... Uh, oh, so we're coming up on... Yeah, officially officially two years with this watch. Actually, almost to the day. I got it like September... Sometime mid-September 2017 or something like that. You know, I just realized the day this episode goes out will officially be the three-year anniversary of us conceiving of oh two God. broke watch knobs. Wow! Wow! Nine sixteen two thousand sixteen is when I we got it. Wow! We need to we, we we need to slaughter a calf or something something appropriate to commemorate the gravity of the day. What, what do you what should we slaughter? Um. Should we slaughter the ape if it, if it refuses our sexual advances? How do you? I don't really know how to process rejection. I'm okay with like a with like a raven. Actually, no, that'd be awful. They're, Even they're, how they're hard it is to catch a raven? This is fucking <laughs> smarter than I am, dude. Yeah, there's really smart birds. It'll be it'll be calculating Pythagorean like 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 theorems and how to like avoid my 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 you know my net or however you catch ravens. I assume you catch them with a net and hit them hit them with the rock. I'm not sure. Dude, the ravens in Yellowstone are larger than your cats. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know. I just came to mind. <laughs> Terrifying, crazy man. But yeah, it will be three years, Michael. Happy, happy three year TBWS anniversary. Man, I wish I could drink at eight thirty in the morning. Well, I I got coffee. I'll give it a little. Yeah, I have I have I have water in a Dr Pepper can I drank three days ago. What can I clink this against? Uh, I'll clink it against my Slava Medical. There you, there go. you go. Did you hear that? So it's, you know, I, I think I think maybe a year ago we would have been on top of this anniversary thing. We would have been like we would have seen it a mile away, and now it's just like, oh, I guess it's my birthday. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but this, oh man, this doxa this doxa has served me well. Um, yeah, dude. Something interesting I've noticed: uh, they're becoming very very difficult to find. So. Back around the time that that they came out, and the same goes for the the non black lung. Um, Apologies, I'm eating a pop tart. Continue. It's all, it's all good. Sub three hundreds. I, I think people tried to jump on them very quickly, and then they found out that just the dial and the case proportions didn't work for them. So you'd see them on eBay and and uh, just watch recon in general, but now it, it's Fucking it's super crumbs. dried up. Well, wait, aren't there, a lot of crumbs? What, what there's, this, there's this fucking. Cr- I bit into the 
Pop-Tart and I didn't toast it because I'm a savage and the crumbs are just, it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a mess. Isn't that watch limited though? Or no? It's limited. It's they, they So they were all limited. So Doxa did the professional, the shark hunter and the sea rambler without the, uh, the little medallion, the uh-huh. aqualung medallion. They did 300 of each. And then they did 300 of mine. They did 300 of the White Dial Sea Rambler. And then I think they did 200 for some reason of the black one. Okay. So it's like black with the yellow Aqualung medallion. Is the watch really called Shark Hunter? Yeah. Yes. It's it's actually kind of funny. So that's the black dial. It's called Shark Hunter. Mm-hmm. And Doxa has a new website now. But on the old website, if you go to the product page for any of the shark hunters, there's a little disclaimer on the bottom, and it's like we do not like support the hunting of sharks or something. Because <laughs> somebody complained about it, but that was just the name of the watch. Um, yeah, but this uh, it, it's a super comfortable 42 millimeter stainless steel dive watch that is, you know, the archetypal Doxa. Right. Um, one could argue that it is like dive watch to have um because when you look at watches like the submariner and the 50 fathoms uh and the captain cook uh you know zodiac sea wolf and things like that mm-hmm. they all kind of they all kind of like to follow the same same design path like the sure. ibanez rg can kind of look like a fender strat can kind of look like i don't know something else um but then doc said just like drop this one in the uh the late 60s and it was it was out of this world. It it really it really was like a professional diving tool and was kind of forged <laughs> with the support of like you know folks like Jacques Cousteau and whatnot. And that's that's why uh, I guess that's why people see a really strong connection to it if they're uh, if they're into dive watches. Sure. Well, happy yeah. happy two year Doxa anniversary, right? Yeah, yeah, and the man. This watch is like, so this is the watch that I take everywhere. Yeah. So if I travel, I'll always take something that can handle like two time zones. And then I'll always take this one. Uh, Cause I just, I love taking this everywhere possible. Um, that, that little, remember when we were in San Francisco and the screw was like coming out and you noticed it. Oh yeah. That, that thing is still coming out sometimes. So that's my only complaint. I guess for some reason, uh, on the bracelet, right? Yeah, on the bracelet. So, There's like a... What is it called? Loctite? Loctite. Isn't that something? Yeah. So shout out to Nick Harris over at Orion Watches. The only reason, Michael, I spotted that on your watch is because he spotted that on my Squalid GMT forever ago. Wow. But like a fucking ninja, he spotted it in like one of my stupid story segments. So like... It was just... <laughs> hey, there. man. It was you're going to lose Literally. It was just there for a second. And Diaz was like, hey, man, just so you know... Uh, screws coming out of your brace. I'm like, how the fuck did you even see that, dude? I live with the watch, and I didn't see it. You passed it by on the bus, and you're like, oh, by the way, your 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 watch is two microns short. Like, what, what the fuck, dude? So like, that's the only reason I noticed it on yours. Is so like, yeah. ever since then, I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, I should pay more attention to that. And so, so yeah. show a shout out to Nick Harris over at Ryan Watches. Yeah, that's that's really the only problem that I've had, and also in terms of timekeeping. I know some people that got the um, just like the regular version, not not the Aqualung version. Right. Um, and while these are 
cost certified so i have the cost uh certificate it it actually does perform within those standards but some folks have them and they said that they're losing like 30 seconds a day Ooh. and that is super not cool that's pretty dramatic <laughs> you know? that's not yeah it's not like oh i'm losing 0.4 seconds like 30 seconds that's yeah so huh. i guess i guess i just got lucky um and now that doxa is embarking on a new uh luxurious journey <laughs> I kind of I kind of feel good that I have something from the the previous generation. You telling me you don't want your Doxa to be completely solid gold with like a I'd... mother of pearl dial. You don't want your Doxa to look like a disgusting Invicta? <laughs> Is that what you're telling me, Michael? You don't want the <laughs> rainbow Invicta of like Doxa? That dude, that 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 was a hilarious watch. <laughs> <laughs> and for and for a moment I was like Sub 200 T graph, professional dial, stainless steel, uh, $4,900. No, that's no crazy. way. That's that me. Wait, what, what do you got? Are you still rocking that Gavox? I no, I've been so, oh, so I was wearing the Gavox roads for a while because that was my like, like renovation watch where I was doing, um, like impact stuff from like hammering or I'm pulling or I'm yelling or I'm, I'm sobbing in the shower. Like really like, you know, like, like, like difficult things. Um, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, so that phase of the renovation is over. I am now in, you know, finish, like finish carpentering slash painting. Um, mm -hmm. so I've just, for the past couple of weeks, I think I've been wearing the, uh, Orion Christmas chrono, nothing new, nothing special. I mean, well, I guess it's special to me, but you know, uh, you guys have seen me wear this watch a bunch, uh, still love it. Still incredible. Um, have it on the bracelet still. I might, when I first got it, I think I took it off the bracelet and I had it on like a toxic shiznit, um, a toxic NATO's toxic shiznit mm -hmm. for a while. And then a few months back, I put it on the bracelet and really just rediscovered how great this thing is. And so I've been contemplating maybe trying it on something different, like maybe something leather, but I don't know. Hmm. I might just keep it on the bracelet. I'm a bracelet guy, and I it's. Uh, I, I guess it, I was about to say it's cooling down now, but it's probably not for you. <laughs> oh, you mean like temperature-wise? Absolutely not. It's still <laughs> it's horrible. It's like it's like being in the soil and rectum of a boar. That's what it's like in my part of Florida right now, dude. All right. Yeah. There's just an odd musk outside. It's always wet. Even if it's bone dry, the second you walk outside, you're just wet. It's just 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 like your body's just covered in a cup of water for some reason. You know what I'm I mean? Sorry. <laughs> it'll pass eventually you know uh, hopefully but yeah we're in the christmas chrono um you know what's funny i think between your orange watch and my sort of teal watch we might be rocking <laughs> miami dolphin colors <laughs> not that that's like relevant to me at all because i don't give a shit about sports but like i just pictured our two watches next to each other and my brain's like oh yeah fucking dolphin colors regardless of their history and performance um i do i've always thought the dolphins colors were pretty cool oh yeah dude oh yeah you know laces out laces <laughs> they were in <laughs> Fickle is einhorn <laughs> uh there's a ace ventura pet detective detective reference if i don't know i'm sure everyone's seen that movie i shouldn't have to i shouldn't have to explain that i shouldn't have to explain that that reference in the same way as uh, it's nudie magazine day like there are just some references i think that we don't need to explain. You know what I mean? 
Something I was supposed to do today. Have five daiquiris? Nah, nah, you did that. <laughs> it's Nudie Magazine Day! Oh, Norm MacDonald. <laughs> what a guy. I love that guy. <laughs> Even if he's under fire now. Is he? I don't follow, like, the world. What did he do? Yeah, he, he, he says things. You know, some, some guys just, just kind of stay in their own generation and, uh, you know, they can't really keep up but that's that's a different story norm mcdonald does not seem like the culturally adaptive type to me yeah but he's a comedian comedians don't necessarily have to adapt that's a good point because they're making jokes exactly (laughs) but that's a different podcast that's a different as two broke i don't know what the fuck stops that would be but yeah we're in the christmas chrono it's a lot of fun um i think i've spoken to some of you some of some of you individually. Look, okay, apparently Pop Tarts make me burp. Sorry. Motherfucker. You might be gluten sensitive. This is a this is a professional podcast. I shouldn't be eating and or ex- ex- exuding gases on air. Whatever, dude. Um I think when this renovation is up, Michael, I think I think it's time for me to hunt down. The Omega Seamaster Professional, the Quartz 2541. I think, I think it's time. Doesn't it kind of bum you out that they don't make a Quartz version today? Yeah. Like you got to find, you got to find like an older one. <clears throat> didn't that happen when we went to that Tourneau or whatever the fuck? Not Tourneau. Um, Tourbillon. Tourbillon. <laughs> Sorry. We went to that Tourbillon in San Francisco and I think we asked, and I actually we specifically asked about Quartz Aquaterra models. Yeah. Um, and the guy was like, oh, no, we don't make those anymore. So maybe that's something. Maybe maybe Omega's just not doing quartz watches anymore. Yeah, I think I think most of their quartz watches are for, like, the, the ladies' models. Wish I was a lady. I feel like it'd be a lot easier. It's <laughs> just kind of hilarious. I don't know why that happens. I guess, <clears throat> I guess they think that ladies are not capable of winding and setting a watch when necessary well, the, the, <laughs> really, the really aggravating it. thing is that it's the idea that a woman or that in their minds uh, erroneously they believe a lady wouldn't be attracted to a watch because of its uh you know mechanical nature or its complications or something like that like the yeah. the attraction of the watch uh doesn't go past you know the surface which obviously as you and i both know is complete garbage yeah. Um, but it's that really, really kind of aggravating thing that like these watch brands perpetuate. So, oh man. But yeah, I think it's time. I think it's time to finally get this Quartz Omega Seamaster Professional 2541. Once the renovations are done, I'm going to, I'm going to try and hunt down a decent example and, uh, try to make it happen. What do you think? So speaking of getting a decent example, I, I think that this watch has kind of faced the same sort of trial by fire that a lot of uh, a lot of Tag Heuer Aqua Racers have. For some mm. reason, every time I've looked uh, into that watch, it's all of the examples that I I find are just beat to shit. Do you, have you have you found it pretty difficult to like find one in good condition, just in general? I've seen them in quote unquote perfect condition, but they're always way more than I can afford. They're like yeah. two thousand or twenty five hundred bucks. That's way more, um, yeah, than I can afford. I'm looking in like the fourteen to fifteen hundred dollar area, right? <laughs> and so all the ones I've seen there, they're not pristine. 
Um, they'll have like maybe little marks or something like that. Or um, one of the one of the more prolific sellers of these watches, he's he's a watch you seek user. A lot of you, a lot of you listeners, turn me on to him. I want to fuck up his name, Excelon Man, Excel. Oh, Ex- I I think I think you mentioned him. And if you go into like Watch Recon, mm-hmm. Watch Recon's pretty cool because you could just put in a seller name yeah. also in the search, and then all of that stuff will pop up. Yeah, a lot of the he's uh, the most of the examples I've seen are from him, and he has someone like a third party person that's not officially Omega. Um, I guess in and he 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 always discloses this, you know, repolish the case or clean the case up, but not to the point where like the case profile is changed just enough mm-hmm. to like. Basically, what Omega would do if you sent it to them and they wanted to refurbish the watch, you know what I mean? Interesting. So, um, but but like you know, with that said, you know sometimes the clasps will have scratches or maybe there'll be like a little ding on the bezel or whatever. So, I have to be okay with not finding a pristine uh, example in the price range, which is honestly like a huge stretch for me—the fourteen to fifteen hundred dollar um, price range. You know what I mean? So. Um, to, to answer your question, no. Uh, well, I, know I have seen a pristine, but they're way out of my budget. So more likely than not, the one that I get, you know, it's going to have some wear and tear. But uh, I don't want to settle for something that passed through the digestive system of a reptile. Like, I want it to still look good. You know what <laughs> I mean? I didn't want it to be down there with Mufasa when he got stomped to death. Spoiler alert. Like, I want it to look, you know. If you guys didn't know by now, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> James Earl Jones did the movie twice. <laughs> That's fuck. He did. He did the voice in the live action one you were saying, right? Yeah, man. That's funny, dude. But yeah, so I, I, I'm, 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 I've accepted that I'm not going to get it in perfect condition, but I'm being selective in that I still want it to look good, want it to be presentable. You know. <sighs> we should get matching ones. Did they make a black quartz one? I don't know. They might have. Let's 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 Google. Let's Google together. You get the blue one. I'll get the black one. You want the black one? Yeah. Yeah. Is it like I? I actually. What do you think about the new Omega Seamasters with like the wave dial and all that stuff? Can you give me an example that I can Google? It's, it's like the. I don't. I don't know what it's called these days, but they basically took the wave pattern, um, and they made it like deeper and it's the the whole dial is actually ceramic and it's all fancy like coaxial movement and all the metos uh, certified stuff i see it i mean it looks cool it's not doesn't really do it for me you know mm. the, the the funny thing with this with just what i'm looking at here just in the photos that I, I i've googled is i think it's the same experience that you've had looking back at older submariner or submariner rolex models versus the right. newer ones some mm-hmm. things are shiny when it doesn't feel right for them to be shiny yeah. that makes sense yeah i know exactly what you mean like like i'm <clears throat> very much interested in getting the quartz cmas professional 2541 because i like the idea of having like a really really nice quartz sort of diver slash tool watch Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really interested in treating it as like a dress piece. Uh, right. I don't plan on going the full bond with my watch and wetsuit and white tux. You know what I mean? Like that's not really <laughs> on my 
on my radar. <clears throat> Even though obviously he did that with the Rolex, but who cares? Um, so for me, I think just looking at these new ones, it's they're very aesthetically, they're very cool. Objectively, they're really cool. I just don't think it's the Seamaster for me, you know? Mm. Yeah, these things are interesting. Yeah, the C the Seamaster has been through a lot. Um, ton of different variations. I'm I think like you more interested in the quartz uh models. If I was gonna get a fancy oh, yeah. <clears throat> If I was gonna get a fancy like Omega dive watch, it would probably be a, a Planet Ocean, because uh, I think that's an incredibly cool series of of watches. Um, are the three are the three handers as thick as the chronographs? Because the Seamaster, no, because no, because the Planet Ocean like chronographs are fucking yeah, the, no. they're they're like pog slammers, dude. They're fucking yeah. huge, huge. <laughs> All right, huge, huge. Uh, Is that not the case with the three handers? No, it's it's not the case. They're they're pretty they're pretty tame, uh, and actually some of them are in titanium. There is oh, a, okay. a they don't make it anymore, but there is a blue dial Planet Ocean GMT in titanium. Wow, that retains the uh, the dive bezel. It's I don't think it was out for very long because Omega releases so many so many. Uh, skews every year hmm. and they they retire a bunch of them and and they're not really clear on on what's still being produced and and what's new uh so yeah i think i think the planet ocean is a is a good good option if you're shopping in that price range what is that but, price range by the way oh man five to six like five to seven fuck that shit yeah. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. We're t- <laughs> I know we're talking about these. I'm. Uh, some of these are. Some of these are still expensive. Are these? Do you think these are going up in price? These what? these quartz uh, Seamasters. Are, are you causing? Know. Are you causing some kind of market disruption? <laughs> I don't even own one. How? <laughs> How can I disrupt? Disrupt the industry. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they're going up in pricing. Uh, like I said, the ones that I've seen all come from that Excelon man, dude. Um, I think he's... I'm super sorry if I'm wrong. I think he's in Kentucky. Mm. You know, and he'll have them anywhere from like the upper close to twos, you know, between 18 and two. And in some cases, you know, as low as like 11 or 12. Um, but within that range, you will get variances in like the quality of the of the watch you're getting you know two five four one i'm seeing one on ebay for 1400 let me see pretty good pretty good shape it comes someone take the pictures in their bathroom without a window it kind of looks like it can we get some listen guys if you can just sell something on ebay at least put in an extra 35 seconds to take decent photographs right (laughs) i guess these photos are pretty good I'm 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 googling Omega two five four one. There's actually a little bit of patina on the markers, but the bezel looks Seamaster good. Seamaster Professional three hundred millimeter full size bond blue mint cond. This one. Well, the one is Seamaster Professional three hundred meter quartz two five four one, guaranteed authentic. Isn't that, that kind of that means that's what a hundred that that's like that's like saying to someone maybe I'm clean. No. <laughs> Get away. All right. Uh, that's what it's like, 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 oh, yeah, I'm totally. It's like, it's like, like the 80s. If you were in a bar in the 80s and someone said, yeah, man, I'm clean, you know, that's impossible. <laughs> if you feel the need to verbally reassure me, I'm out of here, man. All right. Uh, 
just to confirm, I was born in 1986. I wasn't in too many bars, but I've heard the stories. Um, <laughs> so what did you type? What did you type into the eBay? Omega, Omega Seamaster Professional, 300 meter quartz, 2541.80, guaranteed authentic. <laughs> and it comes. It's on a leather strap, and it's uh, it comes on the bracelet. I don't think that bracelet is original though. Maybe that's why it's fourteen hundred or sixty-eight dollars a month for twenty-four months. No, <laughs> I just took out a fucking mortgage. The last thing my credit <laughs> needs is a fucking like a like a like a credit pull for eBay finance thing or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> uh, but these these are fine watches. Maybe I'll do it, man. Maybe I'll do it because I also feel like this thing it would be so fun. Obviously, the thing this thing is going to be killer on the bracelet. This is a great opportunity to just play with Nados. There's something about this watch. I've seen mm-hmm. photos of it on Nados, and it fucking it kills. It kills it. Yeah, you know. I yeah, I would probably only wear this on a Nado. I'm I'm not a fan. Well, I this is one of those bracelets that I like. I like mm-hmm. the look of. But when I see it on my wrist, I'm like, Ugh, I don't know. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt about like beads of rice. But then it turned out to be this. I don't know. Some, just something that works. My first experience with the Beads of Rice bracelet was from that micro brand, which I don't want to mention. And it was... Do you, do, do you remember this? It was awful. Yeah. That's yeah, I how remember. I thought, like, all... I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is everyone smoking? This blows, blah, blah, blah. Um, But then I tried, obviously, the Beads of Rice on your bracelet. I've tried Beads of Rice on other micro brands um, that I think are doing an incredible job, you know, with mm-hmm. it. Uh. And I've, 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 I now see that my first experience with the BOR was not the best. One day you will have this watch. Let's we see. believe in you. Let's see. Let's see how just it like, goes. Maybe you can buy it on air one day. That would be kind of cool, actually, right? <laughs> Let's see. Let's see when these renovations wrap up. Let's see what kind of inventory is out there. Um, I think it'd be great. I think it would be a lot of fun to add it to the collection. But here, let's do this. We have a piece of internal housekeeping that, we, that you and I, mainly I, uh, have to take care of. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can get this out of the way. <laughs> Huge apologies to everyone uh, who entered our 9,000 follower giveaway like forever ago. Um, with everything going on, with all the craziness, we just forgot to pick a winner. Uh, however, we have remedied this... Uh, <clears throat> what's a more severe word than error sin sin we have remedied venial venial sin <laughs> venereal sin we have remedied this venereal sin and we have chosen 9000 follower giveaway winner they have been contacted waiting to hear back from them for confirmation this week we'll officially be announcing it once everything's all good to go so the winner of the 9000 follower giveaway We'll be receiving this uh, really cool Hemel Hemel HFT twenty Mecha Quartz Chronograph. I believe it, I believe it's the HFT twenty. Um, so if you're curious, if you're the one that won, check your Instagram DMs because if you're the winner, then there's a DM from me waiting for you to respond to. So a uh, huge thank you to everyone that entered the nine thousand follower giveaway. It's time for us to now start working on the ten thousand follower giveaway because we are at eleven thousand followers on Instagram. Yeah, 11,000 11, something. 
So, uh, <laughs> oh, we talked about what we could do for the 10,000 follower giveaway. Let's talk about that off air more. I think it's going to be worth doing something special since 10K followers on Instagram is a pretty, uh, pretty cool milestone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. So yeah. Uh, huge shout out to the winner. If you know who you are, awesome. Um, if you're not sure, check your Instagram, excuse me, DMs. Excuse me. What the fuck, dude. Pop-tops. I'm telling you, man, you're, you're gluten sensitive. I'm it's life the, sensitive. The I'm life sensitive. I'm just done. I'm so, I was talking to my dad the other day. Uh, I called my dad cause it was his birthday and, um, I'm talking to him and, uh, and he, and he goes, and he goes, he goes, what am, what am I going to do? I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, turned 70 today i'm like oh that's awesome i didn't i didn't know because my dad doesn't talk about like personal stuff so my dad turned 70 i'm like oh that's cool you know he's like he's like no no it's not like what i didn't think i was gonna live this long and i'm like what do you mean it's like <laughs> i already put planned this far ahead no dude, he planned he planned after 70 nothing he's like i put money aside for your mom i already had ideas of like what i was gonna write to you and your brother and like i just i just didn't think I was, I'm like, I'm like, why are you talking like this? Is horrible. <laughs> I am not emotionally equipped to process any part of this fucking conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so uh, there's a point to the story, I promise. And so we're just talking. So I'm like, I'm like, so are you gonna like retire? Or are you gonna like plan on like what are you like? And he's like, oh no, I'm just gonna keep you know, keep keep going on, I guess. So, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, but like, are you gonna like, are you gonna work less? Are you gonna like, you know, step out of? Because like, he he's he's a doctor and like he was he's running his own practice. And so, I'm like, I'm like, oh, are you gonna like, you know, maybe step back and and like work less hours? He's like, he's like, no, of course not. I you know, I I love what I do. I you know, I can't imagine not doing, you know, my job every day. And Michael, that fucking confounded me. I'm like, how the fuck is that even possible? How is that even possible <laughs> that someone loves what they do so much? They want to do it every day. Yeah, that's uh, I don't pretty, like pretty special. I, I don't like what I do every day. Every <clears throat> aspect of what I do in my day to day takes a little bit more away from my soul. And after another however many years of doing this, there'll be nothing left for the day to day to chip away from me. So the, mm-hmm. to hear my dad say, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to work forever. I love my job. That fucking blew my mind. Because yeah. we were kind of talking about this off air. When I turn 70, will that mean for from now to then, over the course of those 40 years, I'll have been doing every day what I've been doing every day for the past couple of years? That that kills me, dude. Yeah, prob- probably not. Probably. Like, uh... pro- 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 I, have no, I have nothing else to offer the world. I have no redeeming or, or 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 good qualities with which I can I can support society with. Well, maybe the world will end by then. Oh, this is the appropriate what a relief. This, this it's such a weight off my shoulders, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it's okay, man. The world's gonna end soon. Oh, thank God, Jesus. <laughs> it's That's like. A- I mean, I hear about all this climate stuff, and I'm like, okay, is there any way to speed it up? <laughs> Do I just go outside and just start burning styrofoam and like, like spraying, like spray paint into the sky? Like, what can I do to expedite? I'm just this- smoking a whole carton a day. Like, just that's I'm doing my part. <laughs> I think there's more efficient ways for you to erode the ozone. Just go out there and fucking just like just release a bunch of aerosols, man. Go to the dollar store and buy as much cheap hairspray possible 
and then just like just dual wield that stuff into the sky. Yeah, I think all the air- hairspray these days is like eco friendly. Oh so. fuck that shit! There's gotta these, be there's gotta be hairspray out there that still has like those these, um, these ozone ruining chemicals. They're ruining everything. Yeah, no, there's like there's gotta be some kind of like Czechoslovakian hairspray that still uses all like <laughs> iron or whatever's toxic. I'm not sure. Lead. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> Did they put lead in hairspray? Maybe. Can they? I, can we have a petition going on to get more whale products and cosmetics? What do you think? Do people still put whale products in cosmetics? I think I think we would probably find more support than you you had initially expected. <laughs> Me ironically starting this petition, and it just explodes like, oh great, thanks guys. This is like the time Tom Green went around trying to end women's suffrage. <laughs> that was actually quite brilliant. I thought, I thought in terms of like comedic uh, plays, I thought that was very fucking funny. <laughs> Because he was on the streets, he was like, like, oh, I'm here collecting signatures to end, end, you know, women's suffrage. And, like, people just didn't know what the fuck suffrage meant. But it sounds mm-hmm. bad. And so people are signing it. Women were signing it because they didn't know what suffrage meant. <laughs> that guy has two, that guy has two-thirds of my name. Tom Michael. Oh, that's funny. Michael Thomas. His name is, his actual name is Michael Thomas. Do you do you have him on like speed dial? Like, do you? Is there a club? I wish, I wish. <laughs> we've we've lost forty percent of the listeners by now. By the way, I don't. I don't. Well, good. The rest of you sign my whale blubber cosmetics petition. It's really important, guys. All right. <laughs> I don't know if they use. I mean, I might be like that. Might be some like Moby Dick era shit. Like the eighteen. I have no idea. <laughs> what's still What's still around? That's horrible. Shark fin soup. Maybe we can get like a shark fin soup petition going. What do you think? Yeah, like I break vegan with shark fin soup if we get X amount of signatures and then we put it on YouTube. No, please don't even like, people will then like hold us. <laughs> We're not, for the the past 10 minutes, all the horrible things we said, I'll take back. I take, I take it all back. All right. Here, let's do this. Let's get into the main topic. Um, me and my, my bleak outlook on my future should not be the focus of today's episode. <clears throat> Let's talk about apocalypse watches. I actually mentioned... did some some out of the box preparation for this. I watched the first episode of mm-hmm. The Walking Dead. Uh, oh, good. Which is a beautiful piece of television. I I see I see how how it is now and the shit show that that show is uh, currently. And then I saw the first episode, and it's really good. So I'm in, I'm in the mood to talk the apocalypse. Are the first episodes of the because I've never read the show. I never watched the show. I read the first few comics and then just boycotted them from existence. Because mm-hmm. the first few comics are quite horrible, in my opinion, as like a comic person. But mm-hmm. I've heard great things about the show. Is So the, the first few episodes of the show are actually decent. Yes, yes. And a lot of people, a lot of people kind of like hold it as the standard for Walking Dead... Uh, quality i suppose and some kind of like super important director did that one i I forget his name but anyway yeah it's really good john bernthal uh kind of reminds me that we also need a punisher movie with him we need a punisher (sighs) okay two things uh the reason i don't like the walking dead comic books is because robert kirkman's dialogue in those first few books i don't know how it improves or doesn't improve in the next in the next fucking ones that come after it it's porn dialogue 
It's mm-hmm. so fun. Wow, Rick, you're so strong. Yeah, Rick, you're strong. I wish I was strong <laughs> like Rick. Apparently, Rick is fucking strong and never wants to bang him. I don't know what's going on with this <laughs> shitty fucking <laughs> book. All right. Wow, Rick, you're really strong. What'd you do? I'm just trying to do my thing. Oh, wow, Rick's so strong. Like, it's it's just pages of that. Like, that's all I was looking at. And I'm like, this is a shitty fight. I'd, I'd literally rather read the yellow pages upside down than this fucking book. You know? So I'm glad the show was good. Uh, second point. If you do powers that be that exist, the watcher, the collectors, if you do make a Punisher movie, for the love of God... Can the crew from the second season of Daredevil make the Punisher movie? Because no other uh, film adaption of John Berndahl's, or a television adaption of John Berndahl's Punisher has been as good as when he appeared for the first time in the second season of mm-hmm. uh, the Netflix uh, Marvel Daredevil series. Yeah. Fucking incredible. In, in my opinion. I don't, know, I don't know what your thoughts are. Yeah, no, sometimes I just go back to those, to those uh, episodes. So it was good to see him in the... Uh... It was good to see him in that episode of The Walking Dead. Uh, awesome. I think he, I think he's got a Casio on there, and I, I was reminded that uh, at least in the first season there is some talk about watches, and they're they're kind of actually throughout the whole first few seasons, um, there are these like really symbolic timepieces. There's like a pocket watch later on. Uh, Rick has this this watch that people have been. Kind of speculating about there's this massive watch you seek thread people are i think people are still trying to figure out what it is um it's probably oh, prop watch. prop prop yeah, at the dude. end of the day <laughs> but uh yeah i'm i'm, I'm excited to talk uh, apocalypse watches so you did scenarios i did scenarios uh, do you want to hear my scenarios before i go into it I, I you can do them one by one yeah well i mean well should i preface what my three scenarios are okay yeah do that so I actually no, you know, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Fuck fuck the police. I can do them. I can do it uh one at a time. Um I created three scenarios. Basically the idea is that you existed in that scenario and the apocalypse happened. Mm. And that scenario is the one in which you have to survive in, and the watch that you chose is the one that's gonna help you survive. So how would you like to do this? Do you wanna go first or shall I go first? I think you can go first. Okay, the first of my three scenarios is, let's say, let's say you're on a boat. Let's say you're okay. on a boat alone. I don't know. You're 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 a fisherman. You're a, you're a, you're a, you're a clam diver, huh? Um, mm-hmm. If you catch what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> and you're on a boat. You're alone, and the apocalypse happens, and you're trapped on the ocean. Mm-hmm. Mankind is gone. There are no reprobates. No one's left. Everyone's just gone. Let's say a nuke went off. And you're just in the ocean. Everyone's gone. You're trapped. How do you survive? You're I was super tra- fucked. You're, yeah, first of all, you just, just, just to really just drive the point home, you are incredibly fucked. There's one of my scenarios here in which you are mega fucked. But in this one particularly, <laughs> in this one particularly, you are quite fucked. Because um, what, what do you take on a boat trip? You take the, like, the six-pack... You take some sandwiches like you don't you like the casual boat trip is not something that you really uh, prepare all that much for. What I'm hoping is that this scenario uh, fits in with the person who purchased a ridiculous like this person's like super rich for some reason. Okay, 
They purchased a ridiculous watch, and the, the series of events that had to occur for this watch to be useful have finally happened. They're alone. Uh, there's no one else. They have to somehow, you know, navigate and stay off the land. They have to stay on the ocean. That's the other thing. Mm. The land's irradiated. All right, man? You have right. to stay on the ocean. And so my first thought was, okay, how the fuck do you get around? Your electronic equipment's not going to survive. I'm going to go and ahead, go ahead and assume you don't want something like maybe light or solar powered. Like maybe you're going to want something mechanical. And I found the perfect. It took me forever. To, I have no idea if this is a, a well-known thing, but I found the perfect watch, Michael. What's the watch? It is a watch called the Firmamentum from a watch brand called Heritage Watch Manufacturers. It is a watch. It's a watch specifically designed for you to navigate from Earth by like celestial bodies. So let me see here. What? F I R M A M E N T U M. Firmamentum. Heritage Heritage Watch Manufactory. Manufacturers? Manufacturers, manufactory. Yeah. I'm still not finding this thing, but let me see here. Uh, monochrome has a piece. Heritage oh, watch. I, I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. The fir- oh, oh, firmamentum. Yep. Yep. Wow. So let me see here. I'm gonna find this. Just, just, a, just a preference. All of my watches are fucking ridiculous. Okay. Wow. Um, astronomers and navigators can determine the position of stars or their own position. By calculating the angle between the two planes of the watch, uh, one plane goes through the Earth's axis from north to south and a meridian. The other plane contains the Earth's axis and a given point. The firmamentum measures the motions of the Earth, Sun, and other planets uh, with the help of our angles, uh, so on and so forth. Sounds like a lot of math. I'm assuming. I'm assuming this pleasure. <laughs> this pleasure cruiser is also a math whiz. <laughs> Right? I mean, I mean, you can have it. You can buy it, but... You know, can you use it? it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like the, the average person that has a slide rule bezel on their... Right? But I'm just... I, 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 this is the watch that I would want to get trapped in the ocean with. I also love this watch because if you really look at it, there's no frills. It's just, it's just the numbers and the shit you need. There's no, like, mermaid humping a moon or a fucking... You know what I'm saying? There's no, like, stupid stuff. There's no colors. It's just white. How much is this thing? I can't find a price, which means it must be ridiculous. Yeah. Is there there only one of them? I think it was limited to, like, 80. Oh, okay. You know? Um, This is my ridiculous apocalypse watch for the scenario of being trapped on the ocean. Because at least this way, you can... You can, you know, travel as long as you need to, uh, whether you're on fuel power or if you can somehow, you know, harness the wind and navigate that way. At least you can rely on your watch to maybe live out your last days just kind of hanging out, man, checking out the ocean. Hanging out. Hanging out. What else are you supposed to do in the end? You can't save humanity. It's no. the end of the world, man. You might as well just hang out. I like this, you know. Doesn't look very water resistant. Oh well, those are screw down pushers, I think. They look like screw. I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's weirdly enough, it seems quite functional. 
if you again obviously if you know how to fucking use it oh boy like if Captain Ahab you know what I mean uh, uh, I guess needed a watch this is probably the one he would wear but um what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So basically, if I had to survive, I would use this to navigate as far away from the land as I could, and just like deep sea fish, to reduce the chances of me catching irradiated fish to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, um, would you break vegan in this scenario? What would you do, Michael? Would you eat a fish? Yeah, I'd eat a fish. Okay, fuck. good. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> dude. Gotta live. Who needs morals if humanity's gone, man? <laughs> What earth mm. are you trying to preserve, guys? I would I would eat the first mate. <laughs> there was one. Listen, David, I'm not gonna lie. I'm about to club you to death and eat you. It's the end of the world, man. And I'm way stronger than you are. And you're like 17. So you can run, but it's a small boat. I would read I would read that book. I would read that short story so quick. I would love it. Uh David with a side of gravy and mash. You know what I mean? Ugh. I don't know why you have gravy and mash on your boat, but let's just let's just assume let's just assume you do. That's my first pick. Within the scenario of being trapped on the ocean, the ideal watch to be trapped on the ocean with during uh the apocalypse. With the side of David. With the side of David. Apologies if your name happens to be fucking David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's something against you. You just happen to be Michael's first mate. Ugh. What's what, what's what's your... <laughs> I'm just gonna let you guys know again. All of my choices are ridiculous. Let's just do a quick, quick sidebar slash not sidebar. A Shakespearean monologue where we actually are talking with everyone. Not really a monologue, just two of us. If you guys want a proper watch to survive the apocalypse in, spend ninety five dollars on a fucking G Shock. That's all you need. Ninety five dollars, oh, right? Man, you got you got to up it. I can talk. Have? I can talk about a G-Shock. I have a G-Shock here. Let's do it. Let's go. To, okay. Let's. I'll. I'll pass the mic. Pass the proverbial microphone to you. What's What's your first pick? I'm curious. This G. This G-Shock is over 500 bucks. Oh. Okay. Towing the line a little bit in terms of, in my opinion, like G-Shock affordability. But uh, which one is it? Yeah. And, and there's this like weird subculture within G-Shock collecting that's specifically for the JDM models. Okay. And I think I think the only difference a lot of times is it says made in Japan somewhere and the the case backs are stainless steel instead of something else. I I don't you can get super geeky when it comes to G-Shocks. Oh yeah. But um I picked the uh, GWF-1000 1JF. It's one of the Frogmen models. Oh, cool. Which I, I I never talk about. And this is like I don't I don't know why um I was attracted to it. I I've always kind of wished that I, I could pull off a a frogman, but I think um I think I'd love to have this by my side. Uh this is a cool one. I like this. During the end of times, I think it would probably also be useful in, in your in your scenario that you just shared cuz it has a tide tide graph. Um I don't know how to use that or how important tides are when you're trying to hunt uh, radioactive fish <laughs> but if you're trying to stay away from the shore maybe it's useful maybe i don't know um so here's the thing I, a couple actually i think all of my watches um are either atomic solar multi-band 
satellite thing to keep time accurate. So right. one thing one thing that I was I was actually talking to my wife about this this topic that we were doing and we were trying to figure out if like how would the constellation of satellites be affected by whatever situation exactly yes and and would like would this stuff work like what sort of human intervention and maintenance is required for these facilities to make sure that all of these watches would stay on time and how how many like decades like how how can it be supported for so long that's the reason why i this time around because i remember last time i think i chose um some gps watches Mm -hmm. this time i did not because i was under the uh, i was under the impression that you couldn't rely on the satellites to continue existing well uh, then maybe 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 for a few years but i imagine well here's the other thing also not even just maintenance you know, up where they are, what if they rely on something having to stay up and running here on our end that doesn't? Yeah. What if it blows up? What if it loses power? You know, can this satellite exist cut off from Earth and still perform its function? You like, 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 you know what I mean? That's why I was like, okay, let's not rely on a satellite watch. But what, but, but what about you? What are your thoughts? I picked all satellite watches. Okay. Because I cool. actually, I actually think the system will, will probably last for longer than we think okay um, we have any satellite satellite who 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 who's a satellite expert that we can ask? <laughs> probably an air force person <laughs> air, are there any air force people i mean i think that's uh i think the air force owns most of our satellites i could be wrong but this can this we, is can just we ask pod didn't pod have a song called satellite remember <laughs> pod back in the day Oh, what happened to those guys? So much distortion. <laughs> the guitars gonna, sound like R two D two. Maybe we can ask them, dude. They gotta know. But this is man, <clears throat> this G Shock. This G Shock also pairs well with a nice AR fifteen, if you ask me. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, if, yeah. I, I if guess you're into if you... those, if you're into those stylish combinations. <laughs> Well, in the apocalypse, this watch is perfect. What are you shooting? Is Radioactive it- fish. I'm not going to fish the normal way. I don't have the patience for that. I don't, I don't know bullets. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how far bullets go underwater. Like, cause, like the second they hit water, don't they essentially just like immediately lose speed? Well, in my fantasy, I can shoot the fish. In my fuck you, guys. In my fantasy, I can shoot all the way to the bottom of that goddamn. <laughs> Marion, I can hit the cervix of the fucking Marianas Trench. My with fantasy my, with my where I can gun. shoot fish is the same as your fantasy where you could use this watch with Touché. all the math. <laughs> I, I have the appropriate mathematical skills to use this watch uh, and not cry when I try and read it. So yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I, p- I picked this G-Shock solely on, on the durability, the looks, and the, uh, the tide graph. So. What's the little circle at ten o'clock? I think you can use. I Is think it a compass. So a lot of G Shocks have that little totalizer looking thing, and depending on the mode, it has different functions. So I think that's a second counter in some modes. I think it's like a. I don't know. It that's depends so on cool. on what setting you have it on. This is a good one. I like it. Ah, <sighs> so what's uh? Oh, and it's got an alarm. Like other. All the G shocks, so you could better, wake up better, in, better for a fucking alarm. Wake up in time for uh, fish hunting. 
Fish, fish shooting. Fish shooting. <laughs> fish hitting. Fish sniping. <laughs> what's your, what's your uh, second situation? I don't know situation? why. I just pictured Flint from Jaws, like in the scenario. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a doll's eyes, and they roll into his skull. Like, oh my god, I could totally see him out there with this fucking Firmamentum by Heritage Watch Company and a G-Shock and a fucking rifle, just shooting, just shooting at fish. You know. <laughs> My second apocalypse scenario. <laughs> so the second scenario in which I pictured here, uh, totally different from the uh, from Trapped in the Ocean one. Let's say you're in a convenience store. Um, you're either a customer or here. Let's say you're like maybe like an HVAC, like an air conditioning repair person, and you're like on the roof or you're in like the ducts or whatever, and the apocalypse happens and you're forced to stay in the convenience store. You're trapped in a convenience store. Can you get out of the air ducts and go in the convenience store? You can. I mean, you that can. sounds like a great situation. You have a ton of food already. Exactly. Okay. You have food. You have, you know, basically... if you, Mostly if, Cheetos. Listen, <laughs> you man, if, if, you ration, if you ration to like three Cheetos a day, you're fine. You can, you can, you can take that to the end of your days, man. You have <laughs> everything you biologically would need. You have separate rooms, you have stuff to eat, you have stuff to drink. Yeah, it's all not nutritionally the best, but you can survive. Yeah, till the end of your days. That day will come much sooner if you eat nothing but Cheetos also. Exactly. So I guess that's how that works. <laughs> He's got fucking Cheeto poisoning. I haven't seen a case this bad since 1995. So I was thinking about this and I'm like, okay, I'm in this scenario. It's been seven days. What am I thinking? And I'm like, I'm probably fucking bored. I'm probably so fucking bored. I have everything I need. I'm existing, but I'm so bored. Well, luckily, Michael, in this scenario, I have been trapped. Again, these are all ridiculous watches. I have been trapped. You probably know what this watch because I learned about it recently. With the Christophe Claret Poker Watch. Now, this, wow. is, a, this is a mechanical watch. Uh, which allows you to play with up to three players. Obviously, you're by yourself, so it's just you and the house. Uh, you can play Texas Hold'em on this watch. By yourself? <laughs> uh, you may have to get a little creative. Um, you may have to be player one and the house, but hey, man, it's something, all right? It doesn't need batteries. You don't have to go outside and charge it with the sun or whatever, you know? You don't have to worry about telling the time. Because uh, I'm assuming this this fucking convenience store has a bunch of just like shitty watches that tell the time. This is a watch specifically so you don't get bored. Christophe Claret, C-L-A-R-E-T-E-T, poker watch. So was this really one? Cool. Of, I think this was one of your guilty pleasure watches at one point. No, that was um, either the that was the Gerard. Perigo slot machine watch. Oh, that's right. Another casino gambling watch. This is what I learned about recently. So do you see a picture of this watch? I do. Here's what's cool. There are the vented windows at, I'd say about 10, 2, and 6. Do you see those? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, those that's like are, your deck. That's a, your deck. Well, those are the cards. Those, those are each player's stations. You can't see. So let's say I'm at 6 o'clock. I can't see the cards on the opposite side this that's how that's how you can have up to three players <laughs> this is kind of cool right can we can we can we <laughs> actually 
this would keep me incredibly entertained during the apocalypse before I decided to kill myself in the bathroom. You know? Yeah. I do. I do like the stainless steel one. It's a nice looking watch. It actually is. I mean, this thing could have been gaudy as fuck, but I find it surprisingly tasteful. So if I'm trapped in a convenience store where I have everything I need nutritionally and, you know, biologically and all that stuff, but the worst thing I could succumb to is boredom. I think this Christoph, or Christoph, how the fuck you say it, Clare, poker watch. I think this would keep it pretty fucking entertained. I don't know. There's something really cool about it. I would have picked like an erotic watch. Yeah, but then how how, how many times a day can you masturbate until it all just feels empty? (laughs) There is there is a certain point in time where you're like, dude, I get no pleasure from this from from manually pleasuring myself. Like like that one the one magazine that accidentally accidentally got mailed to your grandma's house. (laughs) It's just the same one over and over again, right? (laughs) I'm dead inside, but I'm still going through the motions. I cause I thought about that. I'm like, I'm like, okay, maybe I can get like, like an erotic watch. You can at least like, 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 like feverishly masturbate to like in the window. But I'm like, dude, that will get old. That will get old. <laughs> and it'll probably just destroy your mood. Yeah, you know? that's a good at, point. At least this will still keep your mind engaged. And fuck, if you get super bored, take the fucking watch apart. I'm sure this thing is hilarious <laughs> once you take it apart. Oh man, but you'll you'll never put it back together. Maybe you will. You have seventy five years to figure it out, <laughs> right? So we're not even concerned with the accuracy of these watches at this point. Not for mine. Okay. Well, actually, no. For my last one, uh, accuracy will be of paramount importance. Okay. We'll get to that, but um, but yeah. So I think if you're trapped in a convenience store, the apocalypse occurs. Stave off the specter of boredom. 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 Uh, I, I like this Christoph Clary poker watch. Mm. <clears throat> what about you? What's your What's your second pick? My second pick was super selfish, just because <laughs> I like it. That's good. That's a good reason. <laughs> and <laughs> if if I had a spare like seventeen hundred bucks lying around, I'd probably buy it. Um. It's the uh, Seiko Astron GPS Solar. Hell yeah. D- dual time. The new one in titanium, um, that's 42 millimeters, 43 millimeters, and actually wearable. Um, it's that's the reference. Not bad. That's, that's not bad for an Astron. Usually they're fucking gargantuan. Yeah, well, yeah, that was the, that was the big deal when these came out because Seiko was pushing the Astron for so long. Right. And they were all like 46. <laughs> I was like, what's that? <laughs> so they came out with the SBXC001. Yes. Okay. And uh I think this is the perfect watch if you want to look a little classy um for the apocalypse. <laughs> a little classy for the apocalypse. Uh if again if you're trying to attract a mate, I think this is kind of um, All of your picks seem to really be focusing on finding a mate. You're really <laughs> worried about this, aren't you? It's the end of the world, man. You know, it's 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 important. You gotta. Dude, what did, who? What, no did, what did people? What did people do before? They they wore like bracelets and jewelry and all this kind of stuff. You kill the guy next door and put his skull on a necklace. <laughs> I don't know. As God intended, obviously. 
<laughs> this is a cool looking watch. I'm looking at it right now. This one's this is this is actually quite handsome. Yeah. Again, um, I was kind of thinking of that emotional connection. So you could really uh, reflect on the the futility of your situation by knowing the time somewhere else and understanding that it's just <laughs> as doomed as where you are standing. <laughs> What's this little baby nipple dial at like so I, three? I picked a dual time. <laughs> that's why I picked a dual time. I don't know what that is. Oh, I think that's um, I think that's a status indicator for like your connection to the satellites. Like okay, points. not not like societal status to like improve your chances of finding a mate. No, I, and and these are always super vague on these Astron watches. Like I think if it points to the A, it's like A okay. Like you, <laughs> that that can't be true. But I had assumed P was for like pauper and A was for aristocrat. So like depending on where you are on the pauper <laughs> or aristocrat scale, will then uh, articulate to potential mates. You know uh, your likelihood of giving them a good life if they yeah. settle down with you in your cave you know yeah. um this thing's quite handsome i like this i, I yeah. would settle down in your cave if you knocked on my tent while wearing this you know what i mean i i i appreciate that and it has a chronograph so when i when oh, cool. i double i double cross you and i cook you i can uh... <laughs> you can make sure you get you can get the timing perfect so i'm not over or undercooked comes right off the bone right <laughs> dark meat dude oh man again this this is um it's probably durable if you're if you're like well it's titanium you said right yeah it's titanium yeah, if you're running away from i don't know radioactive fish that have somehow <laughs> turned into land creatures that's, back just a wor- that's a what's a worst case scenario Go, going radio- back to the fish for some reason <laughs> If radioactive fish somehow sprouts like radishes, legs, and take to the land like ghouls, oh my god, no. You can run away from them, and and you won't be too heavy because your watch is titanium. You won't be tied down by the burden of stainless steel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> This is a good one. I do, I do want to say, Michael, I'm sorry. I should have told you I was choosing ridiculous watches. I don't know. Well, that's good. We have kind of a very practical side, very realistic. Well, it's really um, funny because we've inverted. Usually in these scenarios, I'll choose um, like affordable, like 500 under $500 stuff, whereas you'll choose like expensive stuff. I think the guys and gals that have your watches, by the way, like the guy that has, why was that guy working in the vents in a convenience store though? <laughs> Why it makes him feel like he's a regular person? Like. That guy has like a nuclear bunker and probably has stores of like I don't know. Listen, man, survival gear is only is only best utilized when it, the apocalypse happens when you're near it. Okay, you have to make do with what you have wherever you are, man. He he definitely has his own nuclear bunker with shelves full of like I don't know. Yeah, but he, he couldn't baby. get into it. He was he was stuck doing his nine to five at the convenience store. Like his fucking dog is probably enjoying his panic room, his nuclear panic room. You know what I mean? That makes me feel better that the dog is in a good place. At least, at least, at least the dog's having a good time. The dog has everything he needs. That's how that's how fractured my my humanity and how self loathing I am. I feel good that the dog survived, but not really burdened that seven billion people died. <laughs> Kind of just like, yeah, I mean, you know, we I guess we had a coven, but thank God that single beagle survived, guys. All right. 
<laughs> Rufus the Beagle is fine. He's watching Animal Planet reruns and eating, eating beef jerky. Oh, my terrible human. <clears throat> oh, shit. My third pick. Are you ready? Are you ready? This is interesting. We technically, Michael, have seen this watch in person. So, in this third scenario... So, this third scenario, crazily enough, I think is the most likely of all of my ridiculous scenarios. Mm-hmm. I challenge you to poke a hole in this scenario. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's say... Let's say you're... I guess in this case, you'd have to be a Chinese astronaut. Let's say you're a Chinese astronaut. <laughs> oh, boy. You're just a Chinese astronaut. It's fine. They have a space program. It's booming. It doesn't matter. Uh, and you're up in space when the apocalypse occurs. There's no one left on Earth. You're trapped in space. You can't come back down because you can't do it alone. You have to stay in space. You were literally the only human being left. What is the most appropriate watch for you to wear to fit your situation and psychological profile during the apocalypse when you're trapped up in space? And it is actually the watch that they're most likely wearing. Michael, we've seen this watch. Do you remember meeting that Fita brand at the Hong Kong Watch and Clock Fair? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They ha- they make that astronaut uh, chronograph watch. Do you mm-hmm. remember this thing? Yeah. Is is that your pick? That's my pick. If you have to be trapped in space, I think this is the best watch to do it in. Because if the apocalypse occurs and you're trapped in space, you are really fucked. You're like mega super fucked. There's not like, oh, I guess I'll just hang out for the next 20 years. No, you're probably going to die pretty soon. Uh, Sorry, you know. Is this your you, is this your mega fucked situation? This is your this is the mega fucked. Like you are like quadruple mega fucked if the apocalypse occurs and you happen to be in space as a Chinese astronaut. Oh, this thing is cool. I think it's beautiful. Well, here's the thing. I put myself in that person's shoes. I put myself in his or her shoes. And I'm like, okay, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna live for the next two days my Starfleet dreams. I'm gonna pretend I'm in Star Trek. And so I'm going to use my Fita astronaut chronograph to navigate to a planet with the hopes of inhabiting it. Maybe I can find a nice M-class planet and meet the people, even though it's not, I'm going to die like within two days. Like, I'm not going to get very far. This watch, theoretically, I think will let you do it. It's quite robust in terms of its functionalities for at least Chinese astronauts. Um, I'm going to read off some specs here because I, I was just astounded at this watch because whenever, so let's say, let's say, Michael, you don't know me. I break into your house. I put a gun in your mouth and I say, moon watch, space watch. You're going to think that I'll make a speedmaster, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I also don't know why I, I don't know why I put a gun in your mouth, but I had to like, it's not I, nice. had to, I had to <laughs> emphasize the, 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 the urgency. All right. All right. Um, you think Omega, uh, you know, speedmaster. Nothing really about that watch makes it like a mod. Like, yes, obviously it, it was perfectly fine, you know, for what it did, <clears throat> um, you know, like 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 American Space Program and the sixties and all that stuff like that. Blah blah blah, seventies, whatever it is. I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not a watch person. But in terms of like modern astronaut needs and what we can do with technology, 
this fighter, or however you say it, F-Y-F-I-Y-T-A. This fighter space chronograph is quite fucking remarkable. So the movement has a special lubricant which will allow it to function between 80 and negative 80 degrees Celsius, which is fucking insane. In addition to that, it ha- it is stress tested for magnetic fields around 600 Gauss. I have no idea what that means. Shock resistance. It's also stress tested for thermal vacuums, high accelerations, anti-vibrations, it has no water resistance, which I guess isn't really a fucking big deal, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, crown screw down. The bezel, uh, I think the bezel is designed to help you track eight-hour increments because that's how long uh, I think the Chinese astronauts spend, like, outside of whatever their vessel is on, like, like missions or research or whatever the fuck it is. You know what I mean? Something about this watch just seems really fucking cool. It's what do you, what do you honestly, thoughts? it's it's also it's also when you look at a Speedmaster, it's actually a pretty boring watch. Um, I know send your hate mail courtesy to Micah Kaz uh, TBD. I have no idea where our address is. <laughs> <laughs> like visually, visually, it's 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 a little boring, uh, and I, I often wonder how well the watch would have done if it didn't have that kind of moon landing connection. Mm-hmm. But this one is at least a little little cooler. It's got like that touch of color. Um, I think it's a I think it's a fine choice. Um man, if you I had really, to survive the apocalypse in space. I don't think I don't know if you're going to get out of that one. What do you mean get out of? Get get I I don't think you're going to get out of that situation. Oh I no, you're super you're dead. Saying, you're yeah, you're you're incredibly dead. If you if you happen to be a Chinese astronaut listening to this episode and the <gasps> next time you're up there if the apocalypse happens, ma'am or sir, you're fucked. Like you I mean, if you at least said like, dead. like somebody in the ISS you know, like the space station. At least you have company, or yeah. at least you're equipped for long range or long term, like space. You know, living. That's yeah. different. But if you were just going up to like <laughs> tighten a couple, couple Phillips head screws on your satellite, and the apocalypse happened to happen, you're fucked, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of screws satellites just change, use. Just changing a light bulb out here. <laughs> Oh, the goddamn! You know, I mean, you can make a road that goes from San Francisco to New York, but you can't make a light bulb that lasts more than ninety days. Yeah, I swear to God, man! I heard there's a light bulb in Edison's museum that's still burning. It's a conspiracy. The light bulb conspiracy. That's what he's fucking saying to himself, but in Chinese the entire time he's going yeah. up to fix different the light. Bulb. Different accent. Completely different accent. <laughs> This is, that's fine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, my heart. My shitty heart. That's my pick. If the apocalypse happens to occur and you're a Chinese astronaut, um, I'm just wanting to, I'm just trying to double check. Can you technically navigate with this thing? I actually don't think you can. I don't think you can in space. Okay, I take it back then, because I was going to say you could use this thing to um, like preserve power on your on your module. Just turn off your navigations. Just use your like fucking shitty thrusters, and then just mm-hmm. use, your, use your watch to navigate. But I don't think you can do that with this watch. Mm. Fita worked with the China National Space Administration and the Astronaut Center of China to engineer the Spacemaster. Is that what this watch is called? This the Space Master. That's a stupid fucking name. Ugh. 
I think it is the Space Master. No. You, but to email us. We can help you figure out a fucking better name than Space Man. That's like what you name like your 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 player when you're like like playing an arcade game for points. Like, oh, player one, Space Master. That's the game, you know what I mean? <laughs> Space Master, 9,000 points. For the extreme rigors of outer space and the three-man crew's working environment, including blast-off and re-entry into Earth. This thing's really cool. How it's a big shame, is this thing? A shame that the one that we saw was broken. <laughs> oh my god, you're hopefully, fucking right. It was broken. Hopefully that doesn't... Oh hopefully. no. Well, no. Then you're incredibly fucked. What if you were Do you, do you there, remember we went up to their booth and, and they we were just asked, like... I remember yeah, you asked work. them. You asked them. I remember because we saw them and then you said, I think that's like the brand that makes the Chinese astronaut chronograph watch. Yeah. I'm like, oh, let's go check it out. And we went and the guy's like, oh yeah, no, it's broken. <laughs> yeah can you imagine being the last human in existence and you're in space and the watch which you had heralded as your savior is fucking broken who do you send an angry email to in that scenario yeah i don't know <sighs> i like that i like that pick but again uh survival is not possible yeah, no, most of my watches assume that, you know, they're either ridiculous or you're just super fucked. Like the ocean. Like the guy in the ocean. That guy's fucked. This guy in space is mega fucked. <laughs> but what, <laughs> what's, your, what's, what's your third pick? I think my last pick is the only <laughs> one with a real practical application. What are you talking about? The, the stupid navigating watch. My first pick. That's practical, I think. No, no, no. Of, of mine. Of mine. You know, because it, it's, oh. it's all been for attracting a mate with me so far. <laughs> Listen, if it's the apocalypse, Michael's got one thing on his mind, guys. <laughs> Let's <it's>, get started. <laughs> it's not figuring out what they're going to do for shelter. All right? <laughs> What's your third watch? So I can't, I can't remember the first episode of this, but or if I picked this one. But I picked this one for two reasons. Okay. First reason is a Hail Mary. Um... Yeah, this is the this is the Breitling emergency. Oh, this is shit. this is the one, you know. First reason, if I can get that antenna out and I could broadcast on one two one point five, somebody might come. Somebody, I think it's I think it's the best. I think it's your best shot because, you know, the infrastructure of our national airspace system will probably be up and running for a while. Um, and I think I think there are some other organizations that monitor one two one point five, like navies and shit like that. So right, maybe maybe it'll get me a shot at improving my situation. If not, I could just use that little cable thing that comes out of the watch, the wire, and just choke myself with it. Um, <laughs> you just garrot yourself. I do. <laughs> So those are the only two reasons I picked this. I do want to point out, um, I haven't listened to it. I have the show notes for our first Apocalypse Watch episode. Just to let everyone know, if you're looking for that episode, it's technically called the Hurricane Irma TBWS special. Uh-huh. That was our first Apocalypse Watch episode, episode 47. The Brightling Emergency is in our show notes. Mm. So we must have brought it up. Must but have brought it, is, it up. In my opinion, it is worthy of being brought up twice because I do think that's also... The only scenario between both of us where we're assuming other humans are alive. 
I'm assuming with your first two watches, you're trying to bang monkeys. And yeah. this third one, I think it sounds like humans are also alive. Still, some. Hopefully. I mean, somebody's got to be out there. I would imagine, right? Well, then, hey, couldn't the... This is actually a question. I don't know if it's a proper question or if you know the answer, but at any given time, how many countries have people in space? Because what if I'm in space and the world is destroyed? Can I just find some other country's astronaut? Just like drive over and knock on the window? Yeah, or whatever. You do. You ask him for some brown sugar. I have no fucking idea. Like, there's got to be some kind of way. I'm, I'm sure there's a website. I'm sure there's a website. If you just type in how many people in space now. Right somebody, now. Somebody made a, a website, I'm sure. How many people are in space right now dot com? Oh, <laughs> fucking God. This says six. Really? Only you just six? made five new best friends, Chinese astronaut. If you can find your way to them. Well, hold on. Are half of those people in Mir? Because that doesn't count. I know, I guess it counts. Nick Haig, Alexei Ovechinin, Alexander Svortsov, Andrew Morgan, Luca Parmitano. I got two Americans, one Italian, two Russians. Yep. How many people are in space? <laughs> This is great. You can get an app for your phone, too. So make sure you have the phone on your app. This is fantastic. Before you go up in space. And uh, and then you'll know a little more about your chances. 56. So, okay, this is interesting. Christina Koch, Coach, how do you say it? Nick Haig, Alex, Alexei Ovchinin, have all three have been in space for 140, 100, 184 days. Mm-hmm. So they must be together. Whereas Alexander yeah. Schwarzoff and Andrew Morgan have been, in, oh, and then Luca Parmitano have been in space. All three of them have been in space for 56 days. Maybe they're all in Mir. Maybe. How many of you guys out there uh, right now are into space and are just fucking laughing at us? <laughs> Probably a lot of them. I'd be really interested to know how many, how many of you think I'm just completely, just completely just out of my mind. But yeah, um, I think I think maybe maybe this maybe my space guy has more of a chance than I gave him credit for. You know, be interesting if there was some kind of like water world war situation, but like in space in close orbit. <laughs> I would watch that movie on Sci-Fi at ten a.m. on Saturday morning so quick. Yeah. <laughs> So quick. To so just think Waterworld in space. Oh my god, Michael, we have to pitch that movie. Do you have any idea how many like like how many studios would just throw money at that? Just just get Kevin Cosner on the phone. He'll fund it. He'll be so down. Is he still acting? I don't know. Did, didn't he retire? I don't know. We talked about Kevin Costner recently. I don't want to go down this <laughs> rabbit hole again. Didn't we bring him bring him up two episodes ago or something? <laughs> God. I don't know. I don't I'm happy. Know. I'm happy he's uh, still alive. He is. Yes, he is alive. I hate it. I hate that. it when we bring somebody up who's like, oh, they're dead. I think the last time it happened was Patrick Swayze. Yes, uh, and I might have been confused. <laughs> yeah. Ah, good picks though. This was fun. So let's just do a quick recap. 
uh, I chose three ridiculous watches. Um, again, I'm prefacing mine by saying if you really want to survive in the apocalypse, just just get just get the Frogman that Michael mentioned. I think that's going to be the perfect apocalypse watch. All right. Yeah. With that said, uh, my three picks just to recap. Three different scenarios. Trapped down the ocean. You want this Firmamentum Heritage Watch Manufactory. Assuming you know how to fucking use it. Second scenario, you're trapped on the roof of a convenient... Or you're trapped in a convenience store and you also happen to be a billionaire. You have this Christophe Claret poker watch. Uh, also, if you're trapped in space and it's the end of the world, you can use your... Vita astronaut chrono to relive your star or to not relive that'd be awesome to live your star starfleet dreams or potentially maybe you can navigate to the space station mirror or whatever the fuck it's called now or find some other astronauts i mean there's got to be knock knock on the door yeah just be like be like hello uh you have brown sugar you know what i mean like there's got to be like some kind of like you know what's funny i wonder if when everyone's in space they don't care where you're from like do American astronauts talk to Chinese astronauts? And they're just like, dude, everyone's crazy down there. I know, right? You guys are cool. Yeah, you're cool. You're cool. You think they're like cool, <laughs> cool up there, but down here it's like, rah, rah, rah. I, I would like to think that they have a different perspective. Um, they have to. They have to. <laughs> that whole country line bullshit has to go out the window when you're in space. Definitely. You know? It's just like, yeah, man. If there's six people in the world... I'm not going to refuse to talk to one of them if they have brown hair. Like, I don't know, like hanging on to little things like that just seems so dumb. Sorry, I'm getting very, I'm getting very into this idea of, I've been watching a lot of Star Trek lately. Um, <laughs> so I've been getting very much, oh, I'm, I've started watching Star Trek Enterprise, which is like the prequel to like, blah, 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 like just after they hit Warp 5 and everything like that. And I avoided Star Trek Enterprise for so long because everyone told me it was bad. I don't know if I have shitty taste, guys, or what, but I think it's a fantastic fucking show. It's so much fun. Michael, I'm sorry, it's almost over. I, I have nothing. I don't so nothing. much fun <laughs> watching the show. I think it's well acted. I do enjoy the writing. I don't know. I think people need to stop taking things so seriously. You know what I mean? That's 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 all that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm we gonna can say. agree. We can agree on that. <laughs> we can agree on that. Um Michael, your picks far more practical than mine. Uh, this G-Shock Frogman, which I'm going to go ahead and give winner of the episode to, that's probably going to be your best bet, man. You know what I mean? Re realistically speaking, I think that's probably the best watch you're going to have in the apocalypse. Your other two picks, um, I love the Seiko Astron SBX, uh, SBXC001. If you have to survive and also potentially attract a mate, uh, seems like an appropriate watch to me. And then... Um, Making it on the list for both episodes, the Brightling Emergency, which is probably the optimistic Apocalypse Watch, because you're assuming people are still, you know, around. Yeah, I mean, if you have the equipment to monitor 1 to 1.5 and find me, you're probably pretty well stocked. So I'm going to try to, share try some to of your partner, share, partner up. Yeah, let's partner <laughs> up. Share your SpaghettiOs with me. I'll let you play with my Brightling. Come on, man. Let's 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 trade. You know what I mean? <laughs> How quickly do you think human psychology would encourage someone to trade sexual favors for SpaghettiOs? How quick do you think that could happen? I think it'd be fairly fucking quick. Yeah. I think day two. Because <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> now I'm hungry. 
Well, the problem is psychologically, we're so accustomed to two or three meals a day. Can you imagine someone without like survival training or whatever not doing that for two or three days? Like, yeah, I know Jesus did it for forty days, but he's he's Jesus, man. You was know? Jesus? Yeah, he, that you know. I saw a headline on Reddit recently, like I think like a priest or someone died after thirty days of fasting because they were trying to beat Jesus' record. It's like, listen, That's... man, get thee behind me, Satan. How dare you? All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's, it's kind a of goal. A, it's kind of an odd goal. <laughs> it's like, dude, build a build a Lego Millennium Falcon. Like aim, <laughs> aim lower, man. Aim lower, dude. All right. God, get off your ziggurats. All right. All right. How many more how, how many more Old Testament references? Uh, technically, there's a couple of New Testament references in there. Doesn't matter. Let's do this. Um, this is a lot of fun. Really excited to hear from everyone. Uh, let us know your thoughts on our Apocalypse Watches. Michael and I took widely varying approaches to the topic, which I think adds a certain spice and flavor to it. Um I don't know how much any of my watches are. The only thing I saw about this fight to Astronaut Chrono is that when they made some models, I think, available to the public, they were only 2000 bucks, but that was limited. Yeah, I saw something in Joma shop for like 600 bucks. Maybe, maybe the price went down. Maybe I'm giving this watch too much credit. Uh... <laughs> it sounds like it's going to break. <laughs> Maybe I'm giving this watch a little too much credit. Um, would have been great if we were able to see it at a, a Hong Kong Watch Clock Fair 2018, but what are you going to do? Hmm. Hong Kong's got bigger problems right now than uh, their watching clock fair, but let's do this. Um, really excited to hear from everyone. Let us know your thoughts on our watches. Let us know your thoughts on your watches. Um, whether it's an, excuse me, one of my specific scenarios for apocalypse survival or whether it's one you make up yourself, like the apocalypse happens and your arm's trapped in a vending machine. How do you survive? You know what I mean? Or rather, how does your watch facilitate your survival in that embarrassing situation? <laughs> Not like anybody around to fucking laugh at you, but um, let me see here. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Keep an eye out for the announcement of the 9,000 follower giveaway winner for this Hemel, Hemel, Hemel HFT uh, 20 Mega Quartz Chrono. Keep an ear and eye out for um, details on the 10,000 follower giveaway, which is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, let me see here. Ba -ba 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 -ba. I do apologize again for my radio silence on the feed. Um, getting close to finishing up renovations on this, uh, my wife and I's first condo. And then it's going to be hopefully, you know, business as usual again. Uh, let me see. Is there anything that I'm missing? I think we got it all. I think I think we got it all. Um Yeah, let's uh let's do this, I guess. That's 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 sad that's sad time. Do you wanna do you wanna start closing us out and then I'll I'll, I'll wrap it up? Sure. Thanks guys for listening. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You've been listening to Two Broke Watch Later. Later.